It's Kirk and Callahan with Kirk Minahan and Jerry Callahan on Sports Radio WEEI. The quality of play smells. It smells like bad garbage. It's the quality of play and competition in baseball right now sucks lemons. That is a fired up, authentic sports talk show host right there, Tony Maserati. Tufts University. University. Oh, great. Uh, Boston Herald alum. You're great. Uh, Very upset yesterday or two days ago about the competition in baseball. And in a way, sort of suggesting that it's the Red Sox fault. They have 39 wins that these games stink and they're not competitive. And he was, I mean, Curtis, you would say is into anything as Maz has ever been into. You've, you've worked with him. You've seen. You've listened to. Him. He was pretty into that yesterday. Too. Banana land, absolutely bananas. Went nuts. Went, couldn't couldn't believe they were sucking lemons, bad garbage, all that. So it led to me sort of. It got it got me going a little bit, and that it, it led to you know Tony and I maybe creating the chemistry people have been looking for in sports talk radio. Do we have any mutt mass yesterday? Which I, I mean, I the tweets yesterday and the, the buzz after. We, are you leaving the station? When does the new show start? I don't know about those things, but I know yesterday, based on the feedback, people enjoy Mutton Mass. Tony. Tony? Tony. And so he's making a point. I'm not coming. Yes, until and I, it's a great know, point. I, it's a great point he's making with the point. Well, Tony talk. Jesus, you just scream for the talk. He, he made the same thing over and over again. That's on my show. I'm, I's, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm flashing. He's got to get, he has to get to the way. point. Okay, with the sound yeah. effects again, can you say something else? What happened? You tell me. You're the one who brought it up. <laughs> I'm really sure with that. I what? will tell you that him not being there. Absolutely, it's a story. You said that ten times. Why is it a story? We get it. This little rift. It, we understand the that. Coach and the quarterback. How will it affect the team next year? I think that's what you take year. away from us. Tony. How will it affect the team? The answer is none. This is a, a, a non-story right now. It's not going to affect them on the field next year. They'll be fine, and it's Belichick's fault, not Brady's. Yes, I'm still going to fight the Brad Stevens thing. One thing in particular. What does whoa, Brad whoa, Stevens whoa, have to do? Very off topic. I like how he switched microphones again, too. It did sound a little different. It's weird. Maybe it's two mics set up. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe one mic went dead. It can happen. In, in when he radio. gets excited, he gets further away. From oh, is the that mic. what it is? Yeah. Oh, the Dickerson thing where he yep. talks way over here when he's yelling. So you have to sort of match Mass's energy, and I, I was able to channel that for a little bit. It, I, four hours would be tough, but if Kirk and Curtis and, and Kyle and others uh, think it can work, then, again, I'm all for it. I'm all for good radio, so if we can make it happen, we can make it happen. I missed this yesterday, but Chris Curtis texted me and said we have another epic Tony Masrant to start his baseball show last night. Uh, the Red Sox are in Houston. They lost last night. Final score, 4-2. We'll break down every pitch of Pomerantz's outing here in a second. I know you have a lot of thoughts on the way Pomerantz pitched yesterday and Pedroia's knee, which the city is thoughts. buzzing about right now. Uh, was Maz upset at Alex Cora last night? Did it sound like Chris? A very odd take from Tony last night. Let's hear sure. from Maz, my future or current or past host. I'm not sure. Uh, talking about Alex Cora and the Houston Astros. And I would say to Jimmy Stewart, our producer, how do you feel about the manager saying the cool thing about the whole weekend for me will be getting my ring on Thursday and being able to see those guys and compete against them? Feels like a scheduled loss tonight. So, like, I, I don't. Look, I get it. Cora was, Cora was part oh. of a unique thing last year with and the Astros. Not the cut we're looking for? But the Red Sox are now going in there to play him. And I, I said this earlier today, it's sort of as a joke, but I kind of half mean it. Part okay. of me still feels like Cora's wearing the Astros uniform to bed at night. So I, I, I'm just I'm done hearing about the Astros. And I, I understand he's getting his ring tonight. So maybe this will close the book on it. Can I defend Alex Cora here for a second? Sure. And maybe you will too. 
that was a huge moment in his career. He's this utility guy. He was an okay player known as a good teammate. He goes to Houston for one year, and they had won like 40 games five years prior. They win the whole effing thing. That's a that's a big deal for Alex Cora. So he shows up here, and they win 39 games heading into the weekend. They have the most wins in Major League Baseball. He has barely talked about the Astros at all, as far as I can tell. And when he has, they reference sort of things that that they did, or he's talked about series the, the the playoff series last year between Houston and the Red Sox and things they noticed there. And he's kept the team pretty on track here, in my mind, to 39 wins. To suggest that his, his eye has been taken off the ball for, for getting his ring, that is yelling at windmills, John. That That is wanting there to be something uh, there with the manager that has just not existed, in in my mind, in the first two and a half months of the season. I mean, it's his only frame of reference, too. Like, the one place where he coached What is he supposed Houston. to talk about? So, yeah. So, and he's going in there to get his ring. I mean, the idea of scheduled loss, it's like, okay, okay, tough guys. Scheduled <laughs> loss, that's fine. <laughs> Drew Pomerantz pitching is a scheduled loss right now. That I would say that. But, I mean, that, okay that undermines, and if they, I could see spinning it this way. Say they had struggled here in the first, whatever it is, 50-some-odd, 60 games. I don't know how many games it is. And they had had these lapses, and the team didn't seem focused, and they were in third place, and the Yankees had pulled away, and it was sort of a lifeless team, and they looked the same as last year. In one essence, they do. They're still a crappy base-running team. But those things lingered. If you want to be critical and say, well, it's course to live in the past with the Astros. Where's this focus now? The team's not playing well. You could sell yourself on that. They had 39, I'm going to sound like Tony, they had 39 wins heading into the weekend. How could you look at that and say that the manager's not focused on what's going on here and he's more worried about getting a ring? How much does life not the, suck for Alex Cora right now? I yes, was thinking about thank this. you, Rob. Remember, Rob's right about that. <laughs> I mean, the manager has already cut Hanley Ramirez. What the hell? You know, he's already been pretty outspoken about stuff he doesn't like. Even yesterday when he was on with us in the afternoon talking about Kimbrell, and, you know, oh, you've had to use him six times in nine days, including a couple of games that seemed to be comfortably in hand in the ninth. And he's like, yeah, I, you know, I didn't want to use him. I was disappointed and whoever, you know, he, he's, a, he's willing to call guys out in ways that the previous manager wasn't. He's got results. He's got a firm grip on the team. He's getting rid of high-priced veteran players. Like, what what can you point at now and say, oh, Alex Cora is not engaged? Oh, he's, he's, too, he's too into the Astros. He wants to, to go he back and get He does talk about ring. the Astros a fair amount. Okay, like, but I'm, what, I am kind of done with that. But what would you... Okay, so I think any first-year manager, as my defense of Cora, would reference the last year he was if that team won a World Series. It was his only reference point of we did things a certain way here. If you're trying to change the culture, and it sounds like he got here... And he walked into a clubhouse that was on pins and needles. That every day John Farrell showed up and felt like it was Game 7 of the World Series. And that wore on his players. If you are trying to do a 180, don't you reference a team that was considered a pretty loose team, pretty loose clubhouse, kind of uh, the exact opposite of what the Red Sox were? That's part of the job. Yeah, and it's... It, it, so here's the thing. like He talks about the Astros a lot. And there were times in spring training where I was like, okay, you're the manager of the Red Sox now. Let's talk about something else. But... When you're going in to get your World Series ring and you're going into Houston for a battle of first-place teams, I think it's fair and on the table that you would talk about your time with the Astros. You got 39 Like, why wins. is that? Yeah. Why is that so so strange? Why is he wearing an Astros uniform to bed? I don't. Why would he want to be back there right now? He wasn't ever going to be the manager of that team. Well, that's just a, see that to me. That's just like a goofy, dumb line. That man. I mean, I, I, I he he was never going to be the manager. You're right. He the the Red Sox wanted him. 
a year ago or two years ago, there were people that I talked to that were tied to the front office who said Alex Cora is going to be our guy at some point, maybe even was going to be their guy if they moved on uh, from John Farrell. And he gets an opportunity to manage a really, really good team. My guess is, you're right, Chris, there are no regrets that he wasn't the manager of the Astros. Comes back to Boston. They have a really good team. Their payroll is always going to be higher than the Astros is. He's put himself in a pretty good position. I don't think he's, there's any remorse about wanting to, to relive the Astros. I just think it's a reference point for a first-year manager. How do he still feels like Cora's wearing the Astros uniform to bed at night? I'm not sure I know what that means. <laughs> it's just I just a, don't. Just a line. Uh, I, yeah, it's, it's a throwaway line. Uh, Curtis wanted a Mutt versus Maz 2.0. Uh, I talked about this with the big boss Kirkman and yesterday. We talked about program he, director. He was very Just into call him program. Director. He was very into today's show. Uh, he was very into how the show was going to go. He's very into, I think, probably listening to four hours of uh, Sporty McGee here today. Um, and he made a good point. Mutt versus Maz was a a good one off yesterday. If we did it again today, if it, it would feel a little bit forced. I also think Kyle Deleuze is in for Ken Laird, who I think has done a very good job all week. Kyle did a very good job yesterday. Not that he was playing Maz Sound, because it was just me and Maz going back yeah, and forth. Yeah. But he's making sure your levels were all I, proper. I don't want to I want to let that live as Kyle's highlight of the week. Kirk Minahan came in this week and suggested Kyle was going to be terrible. After Tuesday's show, he asked me how much it would be to fly Ken Laird back from Cleveland to do the final couple of days of the show. That's weird because Kirk is usually so supportive and positive yeah, about very, everybody but, at the station. So I think we need to leave that as its as moment. I also, Curtis, I don't want to overdo back-to-back Mutt versus Maz days. Don't doesn't feel like the right move. Works for me. Is that okay with you? Well, and I don't think I can get Tony in. He was up late watching the game. So it'll be a tough time to get him in the studio this morning. Getting up this early will get right up his caboose. It was kind of like Tangway hitting the post. That was later in the show Ah, yesterday. Let's run it up! It's a lot of energy. <laughs> it is. To, see, it's gonna be tough to match that for it's a four more hours energetic on jumbo than the one you're sitting across from. Uh, it was like Tangway hitting the post. Like it was really funny the first time. It might have even been better the second time, and then it kind of became diminishing returns. So you want to pick your spots. Yeah, and I think with that, it was good towards the end because you wanted to be bad. Like you want. I mean, I'm saying for myself here as a listener of the show, you wanted Tangway to suck on those, and so he'd be mocked by everyone else in the room. So I don't want that to be. I don't know it's, if this is going to be a show that the station is building on. It'll be a show that the market is buzzing about. Maybe I'm just saying, look, man, it's a national show. I don't know. Mutt versus Nat Maz needs to breathe a little bit. So I wanted to play that because it is a dumb comment. Uh, a, a someone who is clearly one day suggesting the competition sucks. That's why they have 38 wins or 39 wins. The next day saying the manager cares too much about his old team. That's someone looking to poke around, uh, try to find things wrong with a team that has been. Uh, Probably better than expected heading into the first weekend. We don't, we don't rip the Red Sox here. You no, know I'll rip, no, 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 yes, yes, here. yes. We, you and I have ripped the Red Sox together. I'll rip the Red Sox for a million We haven't done things. a show in a while. That was sarcasm. That okay. was, that was, see, that was see, sarcasm. It's been a while. I think the Red Sox are a target of our, uh, I won't say, the, the station itself, when the Red Sox need to be ripped, they're ripped. I would say so. Uh, I have been thankful that on Red Sox Review, on the days where, the nights where I'd be at Fenway Park destroying John Farrell, that there was never any like, hey, calm down. Not once. So I, I we can find the the real reasons to go after the Red Sox, and there are plenty from uh, the top on down to the bottom of that uh, you know, that team. I don't think Alex Cora being excited to get rings in my mind will be one of them. That's just me. Yeah, I think he probably earned that. He earned his ring. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven is your phone number. Chris Curtis has promised an epic version of headlines today because he knows 
if you don't deliver when you say that, that's going to be that's on you. That's not on me. I'm jacked. You're also, you have a host today that is terrible during headlines. Like, that's my weakest segment is headlines. Well, I think Tomasi brings out what little there is of you to get out there during headlines. I think he gets you energized <laughs> and ready what, to go. What is that, that supposed little. to What is that supposed to mean? When when you and Tomasi talk politics, you know, you try and, you know, please Jerry, it gets going. I, I don't try to please Jerry. What does that mean? You know, I would never bet against that guy on Cleveland's. I'm not sure. I have no idea what cut that was right there. <laughs> I tried to get the chair squeak, and it was Alvin Gentry instead. I would suggest there is a cut in there that where John says we should just move on from this. Uh, I do remember and talking that. about politics. We're never talking about politics, only sports. That that should that should be as part of the headlines open. I'm just suggesting what it could be. We'll see if headlines as epic as Chris Curtis says. And later on in the hour, we will uh, finally dive in to Tomasi versus Kirk and Callahan and what has led him to be sitting here at 7.30 this morning when he's not been here since February on this show. But first, we'll get to headlines. Kirk and Callahan's headlines. Sometimes pulled from the beautiful mind of producer Chris Curtis. I can set the dialogue for the city. The man who, before his massive weight loss, brought the world great moments like these. Well, how much Robert? Like free hot bread fix from Pawtucket? I saw Animal House. Great flick. Rob Flow. You oh. honestly think that I would not have it if I had it? Ringo Starr. Yep. And Phil McCartney. Or John McCartney. But this is now Lean and Mean, New and Improved Curtis. Whose fault is it? I will bra- blame... Uh, Brame who? Brame who? Are you a member of the LGTB? I wonder what test is like, what's the eighth month of the year? Is yeah, just basic, you know, what's the fourth month of the year? How I just said the eighth month here. <laughs> <laughs> Blacks functional straight to beat... St- functional strength to beat the jam Raw route runner, runner. What? Go out and ship, uh, sail, uh, I'm sorry. Oh, what? I'm going to guess 86-14, Beaumont. Very close, Kirk. 87-14, Beaumont. Oh, 87-14. It's time for Curtis, Kirk, and Callahan's Headlines. Uh, those never get old. Headlines brought to you by Dr. Robert Leonard and Dr. Matthew Lepresti, the hair doctors of Brian Scalabrini at 1-800-GET-HAIR. A man who said uh, an hour ago this will be an epic edition of Headlines. He is the one, the only Chris Curtis. Good morning, guys. Good morning, Chris. The President of the United States is up and tweeting about Samantha B this morning. Why haven't they fired? No, why aren't they firing no talent Samantha B for the horrible language used on her low rating show? A total double standard, but that's okay. We are winning, and we will be doing so for a long time to come. He's right. Winning, he's, winning, he's winning. My president. Whiny, my guy. I just can't even like really get engaged on him anymore. Why not? He's so snow. He, he is the because he's a snowflake. thousand percent right that there is a mo- now, the monster Explain double. Explain the double standard between what Samantha B said and what Roseanne there said. Is no, what is okay. the double standard? I will take a step back here. Yeah, there is no double standard when it comes to Roseanne. Roseanne said something very racist and should have been uh, fired off her so show. The show it. should There's have been no canceled. double standard. But there are other examples that are not Roseanne. Where there's a double standard. Yeah, but he's for, talking about Samantha B. How is Samantha B. and Rosanna well, double I, I'm standard? I'm asking, you know, he's talking, I don't think, I think he's talking about the double standard in general here in our country, right? That, what, that his his side doesn't get to be as racist as they want without paying. You him. don't no, think there's a double standard? No, that, 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 that the, the, oh, the she liberal, should be fired. The liberal backlash to her, comments her against the president, is, her, of course, you know, and she still has she's a J.R. Smith. She's J.R. Smith. I don't know how much longer Joy Ann Reed, who he's talking about, who she's like, oh, no, somebody hacked my accounts and made up this stuff. Like, 
just well, she had nine, just nine eleven old nine eleven stuff, right? Too. She has all kinds of stuff, and she's trying to claim that someone hacked the internet way ba- internet way back machine. However, okay, no one believes. We it. are talking about Samantha B and Roseanne. Tell me where the double standard there is. is not, there. I am telling you, as someone who uh, agrees with the president in many situations, yeah, I cannot tell you the double standard there. There is. I, I have no problem. Uh, Samantha B. I'd also have no problem today if they decided. Uh, we can't put you on the air anymore. I'm no, not, I'm, I'm, I'm you not, don't fire someone over that. If, She's a comedian. If hold on, if sponsors came forward and weren't going to support her show anymore, I'd have no problem with them getting fired. I also think if if this was uh, if this was I'm sorry if this anti Obama, okay, and I'm not sure you can't you cannot say what she said about any of Obama's children. Uh, that that I know. You shouldn't say that. And you shouldn't have said what yeah, she said Yeah, but it's either. one thing to say I don't about care that she's a woman. 16-year-old it still, girl It's still the president's daughter. a grown okay. woman. So what if he and said, she's a member of the administration. Okay. She's just not a kid. Okay, let's flip it for a second. What if this said comedian, this Republican comedian, said it about... There are um, no Republican comedians because none of them have a sense of humor. How about Michelle Obama? Who is part? Did some things for the country and is the white? If was the you call Michelle Obama, I see you next you, Tuesday. You would be on the air today advocating for that person to lose their job. No way. Yes, you would, no John. You would be. You and, and Trenny would be nope. retweeting everybody, nope. 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 liking nope. it. Nope. That's this just is wrong. everything. That is just wrong. Really? Now, if well, you use the Roseanne language towards Michelle Obama, then yes, and that would be justified. Bull, I don't. If I you're don't going the you. racist, la- the racist route, yes, gone. But you, you mentioned. Just, sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. This is your segment. I just go don't ahead. believe, and I, I, I'm with you. I cannot. There's no defense of Roseanne. She's an idiot. She she believes that uh, <laughs> the marathon bombing was a false flag. Okay, she's a moron. She should be off TV. Yeah, but conspiracy I, theorists are morons. Right? I believe isn't that a fair statement? If you not, believe in conspiracy theories, no, no, to no, no, that no, no. degree depends on to yes. the degree yes. of the marathon bomb. So you know when someone says that Ted Cruz's dad assassinated Kennedy. Like that's that's okay. He got his facts wrong there. It was a conspiracy theory. My president got his facts wrong. But I, I the the push the defense the defense of Samantha B would not exist for a Republican comedian who said the same thing. And you're right, I can't say it about because the daughters are too young. So in this case, I would say somebody in the administration who was a relative of Barack Obama, if a comedian, if a comedian said that, exact who's Repo- if Tim phrase- a- if Tim Allen if Tim Allen called Michelle Obama the c uh, uh, yep. a feckless c word. Uh, she would be the, the 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 outcry would be outrageous today. Instead, but the outcry is outrageous. Saying, not, yeah, it is. Not it's, like it would be. She on the should other be guy. fired. This she the, should be fired. And, and Are you Cur- kidding and me? And you said it, Curtis. This is the double standard because the reaction is nowhere near what it would be if it was flipped around the other. No, way. that is a hundred percent wrong. You have you have a humorless administration right now that can't take any joke. So Michelle Wolf. Who goes to the correspondent? So what's what's funny on. about Michelle that joke? Wolf. You explain to me what's funny about what Samantha B said. Oh, I thought that joke sucked. Okay, I thought well, it you sucked. just said they, you just said they, they can't take anything funny. They can't. They can't. It wasn't take funny. I, it was a joke that missed the mark, but at least it was a joke. It, no, it, was, they can't it wasn't take, even a joke. What was it? What was what was the joke there? The joke was she's ripping Ivanka. Well, th- first of all, Samantha <laughs> B's. Samantha, hold on, hold on. Samantha B's humor is all about being really pointed, and so that particular segment. Was that it's like outrage humor? That particular segment was we have kids being also ripped like Tony from, Mads. We have like, very uh, much like outrage, Tony okay. Mass. We have kids being ripped from their families at the border, it, it just inhumanely for no reason at all. And you, very tone deaf by Ivanka, I think we can agree on this, posting a picture of her holding her kid like while this whole controversy is going on. So that's like the angry Sam B, like self righteous, whatever. So that's what that. But is. What's funny about the the word she called. 
Ivanka Trump. It's supposed Trump. to be over the top. I, okay. I, over the top. I think it missed the mark. Okay, I want to save this for when someone is critical and I don't of Michelle like, Obama and uses that word so we can say, John, you thought it was, it was, it was funny. You thought it, that was was part, a it was part of her shtick. It's part of her bit. It's part of her show. That's what she does. It wasn't and funny. And it, it, again, you, it, keep, I don't you think, can keep you know saying, what? I don't you keep even saying think, it's part of her on, show. Hold on, hold on, If it was part of Tim Allen's show, I don't even think, you, you wouldn't brush it off the way I you're brushing even, it we're, off. We're, we're, we're putting this, we're couching this the wrong way. I don't think that was meant to be funny necessarily. That is part of her pointed, like, outrage, liberal outrage show. So that, even though she's a comedian, I don't think that part was a, that part was supposed to hit home. It was supposed to be hard. You feckless bleep. But that was the wrong word. And actually, Norm MacDonald uh, made a great point on Twitter where he was like, you use feckless, which is this really educated sounding word. I don't even know what feckless means. It it means just like gutless, basically. Of course you know you're tough. So you... So you use that word, I said and, yelling then you at fo- and then you follow it up with the c word, and it's just like it. It doesn't. The two don't go together. You just want to call the president's daughter a c word. That's what Samantha B did. No, that's how I. No, that's how I read. It. We were. Now, I also don't watch a lot of Samantha in B. the context of Roseanne versus Samantha B. Okay, Samantha B. No, attacked no, we are a member not. of the I administration. Cannot- on a matter of policy. I mean, that's what this came Attacked down to. Attacked her by calling her a word that you would never use but she was, when talking about the president's family. And if someone the president's did with the Democratic family, has family, nothing to do with yes, it. Yes, it absolutely She's a member does. of the administration. No, she is as fair game as anyone. The president's daughter, She's a family in, member but, of the president. Stop talking for a second. She is a member of the administration. She's got to deal with it like everybody else. She's a public public figure. She has, she to, is de- not she just has to deal daughter. with being called the C-word by an unfunny comedian and oh, have no, to deal Samantha with the B's liberal hilarious. media she's to then hilarious. defending her and saying, oh, she's a comedian like you're doing here today. I'm not defending Roseanne Barr. That's the difference. You I know, ins- it's, Roseanne you know Barr We're losing sight. By you're allowed to insult people. You can insult people in America. That's okay. Sure. But we have sure. one side but the response, that when the their response side is so gets comically different when one side go, responds versus the other. But again, you're comparing Samantha B to Roseanne. I'm not this is how this, 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 this all started because a woman had a picture holding her child. <laughs> Yes, that is, but, that is yes, where this all yeah, originated. And, it, and John is mad about that. Man. It was absolutely so totally It's her own child. She's not making some mind. policy of, uh, uh, statement. You have to it's know her, she can't how post that pictures of her picture, own children on social media. You have media to know now. how that picture is going to be taken when you do that. What? It's Especially social media. in the middle You're of taking it too seriously. a huge... Co- oh, I'm taking it too seriously. Social media? A huge media? controversy. Okay. When there's a huge controversy about children being ripped away from their parents for no reason other than malevolence pure malevolence she posts that picture she should expect that there's going to be so she, blowback. Uh, the, the, she the, deserved the blowback she deserved be called it. the Thank c word on national tv she deserved she deserved, she deserved I told being you, called I, didn't, the I didn't like the cho- that choice of word but you're not, def- you're defending it is what you're doing I didn't like and that you're turning it on word. The- hold on hold on i didn't like that choice of word cuz i didn't think it was funny i thought there was a funnier way she could have said that that's that's what it boils down to to me it's not funny well state farm and auto trader no this is the same we're not getting through 10 of these by the way we will we will the, the, well, the State, phone calls will be coming in any second now. I can tell you that. Go State ahead. Farm and Auto Trader have both pulled their advertising from TBS's Samantha B. Yeah, show for so a week. That'll be, be uh, interesting. But Mutt, good news for you, my friend. Delaware, right near Annapolis, so not too far away, <laughs> has started sports betting. Yep. As of next Tuesday. Yep. It begins Tuesday. Imagine being able to be magically whisked away to Delaware. Hi. I'm in Delaware. 
So uh, as of Tuesday, it is uh, legal to bet on sports. On June 5th, will become the first day to allow betting on sports since the Supreme Court overturned the federal anti-sports gambling law earlier in May. Where can I bet in Delaware, Chris? Do we know Delaware that? Park? Do you know where that is? I do. Delaware Park is uh, has horse racing, yeah. Yeah, so you can do horse racing, Excellent. sports betting, all that fun stuff. I'm in. I will take advantage. Now, I, I did hear, as an addendum, I did hear on my friend uh, Jim Browdy's show that it does sound like it's going to be Good at job. least into 2019 before Massachusetts, which Massachusetts gets it, which I suggested to Jerry would be within the year, but it wouldn't be during the football season. It's going to take probably early 2019 when Mass finally gets their head out of their hineys and gets this involved. But they will at some point. They will not be Delaware, or they won't be Mississippi, or they won't be New Jersey, but it'll happen at some point. No, we, we haven't even finished legalizing weed yet, so gambling is stupid. Every take time a they, they come to close to it, they, they put some new rule in. It's stupid. Let people smoke weed. Go ahead, Chris. Sorry. It's your segment. Okay, well, the uh, Starbucks meeting has finished. The trading, which we uh, you know experienced, Tomasi remembers it well, has a 60... 60- Don't say anything dumb, Starbucks employees. It might come back to haunt you. A 68-page... <laughs> I didn't say anything dumb, by the way. ...guidebook is for all employees for their training, and they were telling their employees to be color brave and requesting their customers take their spaces and materials to make... Pub- in the third place policy, which is the public Wait, space. Wait, what? Excuse me? I, you lost me. I, I, They're back making up one second. Color Brave? Color Brave. I love that choice. <laughs> and they're to be respectful of their customers and their spaces. I don't know exactly how okay. that manifests Okay, so they're meaning itself. don't kick out black people just for sitting there. They're doing it in a polite way, yes. Or don't, or kick out, I don't know, or is it... You're brave enough to kick out any color people. I don't think they want to Lloyd? kick out anybody. No, I any, think that's no matter. The, yeah, they don't want to do any of that. I just yeah. know what color color brave. I don't get. Uh, I have loitered in many Starbucks. I would just say and taken their free Wi-Fi. So hopefully we continue to to do that. Down All the road. people who enter a Starbucks good. are welcome. Good, inside. good, good. That's exactly what it should be. And and they had to they closed down their shops for half a day to decide that the day after Memorial Day. Great. We go forward and everyone's happy. Terrific. If Hope they started Hope kicking out, out if they started kicking loiterers out of Starbucks, do you know who would be screwed? Who? Bradfoe. Bradfoe, like every time I talk to him and he's writing a story, oh, I'm at Starbucks, I'm writing. I think he goes to write it. Well, Starbucks am I wrong to say I don't want them to let Bradford in there anymore? Jen. I think Bradford should have to go like a Motel 6, like in a <laughs> lobby somewhere, like hide in the corner and hope the Wi Fi is free. So why do you, what, what does it matter if he sits in a Starbucks? I, you I just want his life to be harder. I don't want Rod to be happy. You know, Holy mackerel. Is what I want. <laughs> what a okay. great story. And Fair uh, enough. Rob, Rob, a little bit of angst in his life is better for all of us, I think. But good. I'm glad Starbucks has finally you know, got their head screwed on straight. Five hours and 15 minutes. Dang it, I'm bad at math. Four hours and 15 minutes until Michael Rotundo is to be evicted from his house. Out. Get him out. We have three hours open Saturday, 1 to 4. <laughs> Possibly could come in and host WEI this weekend. Might be interesting to see what he has to say. He'd or be probably as good as the other weekend programming we have here. Clean weekend program is pretty good. Mm. Pretty good. Saturdays mm. from 11 to anywhere from 1220 to 3. Pretty if good. you like two very nice people agreeing with each other, then you that You know you what? Like that is so freaking tired. No, it's not. And I, I know, where, I I know listen, where that's coming I from. Listen, I'm not dumb. I listen It's Saturday. the guy who usually sits in this chair, and it's like, oh, they agree too much. It's the show's terrible. too polite. I'd say it's that about too you. polite. I'd say it about you and who oh, you Everyone who has in? their own style. You and Mark James is not polite. That was an edge to it. Ooh, oh, we got to get Tomasi's so, take on so James. I was right, in Cleveland. Sir, write that down. I was uh, in a little box. In this Rotundo guy should get kicked out of the house. He's a father. Go find your own job and place to live. 
Are you okay with this guy getting booted out of his house? I don't really know the story. Okay, we'll move on then. <laughs> Anything else, Chris? Yes, sir. The unbearable stench like of an unwashed man <laughs> forced an airplane to land before it was reached its destination in Faro, Portugal. An airplane full of tourists was forced to divert after a pa- passenger's foul-smelling body odor repeatedly, <laughs> reportedly caused, caused those around him to vomit and faint. <laughs> At, it's like pig pen. At one point, the flight crew reportedly tried to quarantine the unwashed man in a toilet before pilots decided to divert the flight. I've had bad B.O. before. I don't think I've had bad B.O. to get kicked off a flight. Where I, where I used to get my worst B.O. was like in late middle school, early high school. And I don't know if you did the same thing, John, but you start, get that stage where you start talking to girls on the phone. Like, that was a big thing. Like, you talk to your girlfriend or some girl, and you would talk for hours. I mean, it's probably not this, now the same anymore because you text or IM or email. But I'd be on the phone for like 45 minutes or an hour, I think it was, with a girl. I would sweat so much <laughs> during that conversation. So you didn't my, even have game when you shirt, were like miles apart. My shirt would be soaked after those conversations. I, I would be so nervous. I have no idea what to say. But it wasn't bad enough where I'd been kicked off a plane. That, no. I, that I'm, I'm willing to admit. And Joy Reid, we, er- we, we, we mentioned earlier in the show. Yes. Uh, Yesterday, I, headlines, huh? We'll wrap right after this. Don't worry about it, my man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just said it was a little long for headlines. It's a bad thing, Chris. Go ahead. Uh, BuzzFeed News dug up another old post that Joy Reid claimed Great. to be hacked before she was famous for no apparent reason, and where she compared Senator John McCain to the Virginia Tech mass shooter. That and was Oct- like a gun thing, right? That Correct. was her saying. Baghdad yeah, John up. strikes again. These posts have been unbelievable this week. 9-11, she says you have to watch Loose Change, which is famously the conspiracy site for the inside job of 9-11 accusers. It's a site or it's a movie, right? It's a conspiracy movie? Crazy. It's a movie, yeah, that Roseanne actually was very much behind, as well as Joy Reid in 2006. So her posts keep coming back, and she was still on MSNBC two nights ago hosting this panel regarding race following Roseanne. She's got to be gone, You know what? She could, and the thing is, she could just come out and say, oh, I screwed up, whatever. And there would be a path forward for her. It's the lying about it. Yeah, that because to me your side like, would defend her. They'd be like, "Oh, no, okay, I'm saying she should mistake. be gone. I'm saying she should be gone." But, but you said the path. You said there was oh, a path. Okay, I'm yes. saying I'm saying there I'm was saying a you path. would offer a path. There was a path if she had just owned up to it. Hey, it was a long time ago. It was ignorant. Whatever. I don't believe everyone who says everything I disagree with should lose their job. I actually don't believe that much. I don't bite what you might think. I, 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 but in this case, you can't lie. But She's your, lying. Your people. Your people do. My people. Your people. There's nobody more sensitive oh, in the world make, just right now than your people. So just, don't even just don't making, even go just there. Just making a try. funny, just making a funny. Wait, which which group is sensitive? One woman takes a picture <laughs> with her child and the left loses their collective mind. <laughs> That's you not have, sensitive. You have are you a, out of your you mind? Have a that's the, no, that's the defense of you calling have, someone a c-word. She posted a picture of her with a kid a on the internet at a roast who roasts people, and your side loses its freaking mind. Please, that's headlines. It's an excellent headlines brought to you by Dr. Robert Leonard and Dr. Matthew Lepresti, the hair doctors of Brian Scalabrini at one eight hundred Get Hair. You want to respond to headlines? You can. You guys know the phone number, and we come back. We'll do that in addition to. The story of how John, John Tomasi is sitting here yelling about Samantha B. Because for a long time, it didn't seem likely that you'd be sitting back in this seat in this hour, in this time slot. Get to that and your calls next.
You know what I need to do? I need to start throwing more tantrums about Maybe. the show starting one well, minute earlier be- or later. That's, that's because I you care. You know what's going to happen? That's because I care. When you fall and your fall is coming and it is going to be effing okay. when- spectacular. Oh, my goodness. It will be a supernova. Am I going to make up a story, John? Is that what I'm going to do? Am I going to make up a story? Oh, guys, guess guys are being taped. Ooh, the Patriots are cheating. Oh, so we're going here now. I think, Jerry, I think I'm getting under his skin. No, I'm getting under your skin. I think I'm getting under his skin. Here's the difference, Sean. We're talking about failing spectacular. Keep it up. Uh Uh-huh. That that is the first line of your your, uh, obituary. I don't don't disagree with that. So you're talking about getting under your skin. Oh, oh the, those were the days. That was the famous on the air uh, back and forth between uh, Kirk and Tomasi, which you guys got past and moved on and did the show after that. Uh, there was an altercation off the air that led to, I don't know, you you, you explain it because I, I think it's been explained, Chris. You tell me if I'm, he's on the phone right now. It's sort of a mutual let's take some time off from each other between the Kirk and Callahan show and John Tomasi after what happened in the sensitivity trading meeting, which is now like two months ago at this point. Three is that, months ago. Is that a fair... February, March, April, Is May. a mutual breakup a fair way of putting it? Yeah. Um, so, see, okay, here's the problem that I have. This is why I did not want to be here today. Because if I'm going to have this conversation on the air, nothing against you... I have to be. I, I have to have this conversation with Kurt. But you're going to at some point. Yeah, but we're, I should have not, it with him first. Okay. I shouldn't be. This well, is why I didn't want to be here. People want to know why you're here and what yeah. happened. So I'm not going to spend five hours on it. But yeah, no, I would back up to say that I didn't really consider the parting mutual. The parting was you're not going to be on the show anymore. It's like, oh, uh, okay. <laughs> so it, it wasn't like you know we came to this agreement that it would be better off without me. Like I. Assumed I was the day after that training or the afternoon after that stuff happened. But you and Kirk talked after that. We did. We talked after that. uh, You know, we talked after the training. And he was just like, you know, I don't think we can have you on anymore. And I knew why. You know, I knew that there were some things said in there that maybe he didn't care for that he thought were directed at him. Which, to this day, and I told him this when we talked the other day, like... I, that wasn't directed solely at you. It was a station-wide thing. But anyway, this is see, this is weird. This is stuff that I should be talking about with Kirk. So anyway, suffice to say, I got kicked off the show. So, well, okay, it's not my show. Like I can't. I'm not just going to show up one morning and be like, let me on. So for two, three months, whatever it was, I wasn't on. What rubbed me the wrong way? Did you was, talk to Kirk or, or like Joey at that time to say, look, I'd like to go back on. It just it was no. No, Kirk and I had our okay. one conversation. That was it. So I get an email last week from the assistant program director, and he is uh, just sort of drops it on me like, oh, you're going to be on Tuesday and Friday. It's like, wait a minute. We haven't even talked about this. Like, all I know is I've been rat faced to and whatever else for like three months on the air. And I don't like I would ask the listeners, put yourself in my shoes. Feels like a phone call. You get kicked off. You get kicked off a show. And then someone snaps their fingers and you're just back. And it's like, well, wait a minute. Do I get a say in this? Can we have a talk about this? Can we discuss it a little bit? So that's what rubbed me the wrong way. So that's why I didn't want to be on Tuesday. Then Friday, now I'm like, well, I can't come in. I can't avoid Kirk one day because this is what it looks like. It looks like I don't want to be on with Kirk. It's like, no, if if I'm not ready to be on the show, I don't want to be on it at all. I don't want to come in here and have this conversation. And nothing against you. I don't want to have this conversation with you. I should be having this conversation with Kirk. So that's why I didn't want to be on today. So you, so you just said ready to be on the show. Because it was it was sort of painted as on Tuesday, 
Not that it was sprung on you. You're just not ready to commit. In fact, Evan Drellick said something I, I really didn't disagree with, and, and I'd be shocked if you agree with it. Evan suggested that this show is too much work for you, that the amount of time you put in, like this is not something you want to do anymore with the amount of reading and effort. I don't know if that's ever been the problem with you. I thought it was more about the emotional investment of, I think Kirk suggested you guys texted back and forth about how you feel. Yeah, after so this I, show. Told, I told him, like, I don't know if I have the stomach for this show day after day. But what I'm talking about this week, as long as we're talking about this week, there's a bigger issue of do I fit on this show? Do I want to be a part of this show? These are all things that I should be talking to Kirk about. Well, was, tu- was, was Tuesday more about the way it was handled by management or more about your feeling with the show? 50-50. Okay. But the management part was just like, come on, you can't just spring this on me. Did not care for that. Did not care for that at all. And I made that known. So, Curtis, did you feel we'll like it was where, sprung on John? I got it in an email. So, yes, it was. <laughs> like, I, it wasn't was even a, a phone call. I, like, I, come on. I, I can't speak to this, but in terms of John, I was never a part of talking to John up until Tuesday of this week. That was from Joe and John and, and Kirk. I was not a part of that conversation. Yeah. So, you know, eventually I talked to Kirk, but he was going away for vacation. Like, I texted him last week, but I'm not, it's like, I'm not going to harass you with this garbage while you were away in Maine with your family. Like, we'll deal with this when you get back. So he and I talked, whatever it was, a couple days ago. You have not talked Earlier since. in the week. And uh, Kirk and I haven't talked since, but I mean, we talked for like 20 minutes the other day. It wasn't, it was, you know, it was fine. Yeah, it was just... And, co- and here's, here's the... Hold, hold on. Here's confused. the big thing, too. When you're talking about, you know, uh, do you want to be a part of this or are you upset about how it was handled? And it's... I'm asking myself... The first question, I'm not sure that the answer is yes. The second question, yeah, I was pissed off about how it was handled. But Kirk doesn't care. Like, that's that's kind of the overarching thing. Like, if I'm never on the show again, I don't think Kirk Minahan's going to lose any sleep at all. Like, he and I had some well, good back and forth. We wanted you in this week, it sounded like. Not today. Yeah, I mean, he want, but, but, but he also. You today. I, can, I can speak to today specifically because we, we talked about this both on and off the air. And we talked about who I was going to be here and who I wanted to work with. My first and really only choice was you because it'd be a good show. And I, I, I didn't, the other options presented, not those guys are, are fine hosts, but it was more about the show. And I think Kirk was fine with you being here today because he understands because he listened to us do shows. He will mock this show mercilessly sure. on Monday, which is fine, but he knows it's the, the best product Let that could have been here. Let me restate that then. I don't he think he Jerry cares either here. way. I don't think he cares either way if I am or am not on the show. So when people are like, oh, you know, how can you refuse to be on the show? Well, the guy whose show it is doesn't care. So, you know, let's not make too big a deal out of that. Yeah, I guess I didn't know until you brought it up on the air, that it was handled that way. I thought you would talk with Curtis or there had been some sort of just an email. No, it just got dropped to me. So that's the part I didn't like. I didn't like that. And but that's also, only half. The other half is you. it sounds like and you come across in your voice. I'm sure Curtis can hear it too. It just doesn't sound like you want to commit to No, I don't necessarily want to commit to being here every week like before. Well, what is it about? What is it? How because does this show make three, you feel? So for three months. So first of all, I got kicked off. Like I want to make sure it's not portrayed that I... You know, I was perfectly willing to show up the next day after sensitivity training yeah. or whatever. And I, and I was so in that meeting. I'm the one who got kicked off the you show. You and I saw I that differently quit. in the meeting. Because yeah. you said you were, you were, it was more broad. And we talked about this off the air. That you were sort of more broadly talking about the station where I sat. And I said nothing in that meeting. I was a wallflower. The, which, the, which the by lawyer, the way, the lawyer, was what I intended when I went in there. I'm like, no, I'm not going to say a word. should have followed my lead, buddy. I couldn't shut up. By the end of the sensitivity training, they thought Ken Laird was the night guy. They thought <laughs> I was the producer. Okay, I, I played that thing right. I stayed out of the way. Uh, I thought you were directly, 
based on your comments, directly addressing the Kirk and Callahan show. No, because That's it wasn't how just I, that show. It was Curtis, you were there, that was said on and, and yet, multiple shows. Yeah. And if you remember, what I was responding to was Lou. Like, Lou had said the same thing three or four times, and finally that's when I jumped in. You know, it was based on something Lou had said, not everybody else. But whatever. We're, my thought was we're in a in a safe space. <laughs> <laughs> As if there's such a thing at WEI. There is not. There yeah, not. there's no safe space. But it's like, not let's here, just man. talk honestly. Not We're here. having an honest conversation. And I never understood, again, I should be having this conversation with Kirk. Like, a lot of the stuff I'd said, to him, I'd said to him on the air. I'd said it all on the air. So I didn't, including earlier that week. That's why I didn't think it was so revelatory that I felt this way. But here we are. It sounded like you were distancing yourself from the show at yeah. that point. That's how I, I heard was it. That's how it sounded be, to me. But I've said, tell me if I'm wrong. Had I not said that stuff on the air, like two days earlier, we had a huge fight about it. And like, you know, Kirk got mad and threw stuff, but he was like, no, that was good radio, but it was just bad timing to be having that conversation. We had, I'd said most of it on the air. But anyway, we're being very circumspect here. I don't even know what circumspect means. Add that to list. We're Feckless being around the bush. Circumspect. Yeah. Uh, you'll eventually have the co- well. I guess that's the next question. So the the way it was handled this week was not good for you, and, and but you still the other half of that is that you're not sure if we're going to be here. If it's handled differently, and it's presented as come back and have this is a bigger conversation for a couple hours, is that on the table still, or is this a one off? John Tomasi or when Mutt's here, John can do the show, but you're still not ready to commit to having this back and forth, which will be much deeper when Kirk and Jerry are here. I don't mind having that discussion with them. This is what I said at the beginning. Like, if this discussion should be with them, you know, that's that's just how it should be because this was all a me and Kirk thing. But is any of it the, begin with. the work part of it? The way Drell, you heard Drellick say that the other day. That the, yeah, actually, the, the I don't agree with that. The, I, I did. I mean, never listen. Yeah. I I tried to show up prepared. Like, I didn't just waltz in here and oh, what are we going to talk about? Like, I read all the crap that curtis said the night before and i tried i would come like in everyone was just sort of i would come in and suggest like you don't things. want to do that anymore oh well that part that for your weekend trade just show up and not like i don't know it's different yeah but I, we prepare for that too i mean that's not fair uh no that's definitely yeah, that we're it. all gonna die so i don't you gotta prepare for we it. definitely do how can we mock the president this weekend hey you that takes work um no it's not about preparation beforehand i don't mind doing that what it is about is you know, me at times just not having a, the stomach for like what you for have what? what you have to commit to the kind of conflict that you have to commit to on this show. Listen, you've heard me with Trenny. Which do you think is p- closer to my personality? The guy who comes in here in the morning and is ready to fight, or the guy who goes in there and is ready to hug? <laughs> like you know, I'm not I, my personality is not necessarily like as in your face as this show requires. And I bring it, it out. But you're good at it because you're it's smart not, and, and you you are yeah, well-read. I'm like, not, Jella calls you a dummy. I don't. But you're well-read. <laughs> you're focused on this stuff. When Evan you knows fight, I'm not dumb. That, the, the, the clip that Deleuze played coming in, you know, that when you're fall, like you 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 can stand with those guys. I don't think, and and I'll put myself yeah, in that category. Being able category, to do it, there and are liking times it are two different tough, things. There's like, t- times are tough to go toe to toe with them, and you do it as well as anybody, probably better than anybody. Doesn't mean I couch. love it. That's the thing, you know. So that that's just that's just where we're at right now. I want to give you a hug, dude. <laughs> Who's that? I have no idea who that was. <laughs> I can't tell you. So we've accomplished. Uh, yeah, so, so anything I, I guess Curtis. I would just say that a full discussion of this can't be had without Kirk. That's just, I mean, that's fair, right? Yes, I, I totally agree. Yeah. But I also think we, people want 
because we talked about I'm it so trying, much this I'm week. trying to at least yes. give you something here. I'm trying to give you – so I think the bullet points are I got kicked off the show – I spent three months being called rat face, whatever, which I understand. That's how, Ooh, that's how the show works. That's how the show yep. works. But I don't like the idea that fingers get snapped and I just come crawling back when I'm summoned. You know, I want to say, I want to say in it. That's all. See, my argument, So, you, but you're an employee of the station who's part of the duty is to be on the air. Don't yes. worry right? about it, man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> love that. Very well done. I love that. Here's the other, here, one other thing. Um, I just had a very. I had, I'm going to say it. I had a really good question for you. Oh, and I cut that. I want to talk about a mutt man threw you off. That was about this show. Oh, oh, oh. So I've been telling Kirk on and off the air. I thought you wanted back here because I saw you, and I, I don't want to. I'll tell you what I saw. Mm-hmm. I saw a guy a couple times when I come into my night show. You sit in there two to six, and you look bored. I don't see you on the weekends, but I sit with you this morning. You're into it. You're fired up. Wait, when did Samantha I see B. you after? I, so you were coming in after You would the, be doing the 2 to 6 show, yeah. and I would be coming in to do uh, the very highly rated. I, I would say you're wrong about that, honestly. Like, See, that I, wasn't, I wasn't, I certainly wasn't feeling glum. I thought you got like more that. juice out of being I'll on the show. I'll tell you what I, I thought, said to I Ken thought, Laird. I, you said Ken to me. Laird. We were at the, we, you and I and Ken were, uh, go ahead, we were out at that remote. Yeah, I was going to say. And you said, when I, am I, I, I said to Ken. Yes. Well, I never said, when am I coming back? I definitely never Basically, said that. but go ahead. But he, you know, how are you doing, blah, blah, blah. And, and I was like, hey, you know. I don't miss the BS because there was some of that to deal with, but I won't lie. I miss the juice. Like, why would you? That's what it was. Like, that, that was the quote I kept telling people. You yeah. miss the juice. Yeah. I mean, how, like that part, it's complicated. It's not, it's not a simple, it's okay, not a Dino, simple question. Thanks. I'm just saying it is. I guess, I don't know. I, I guess I, but it's, you know, so basically we are, we are, we are at this point handle poorly this week in your mind. If handled in a better way, Likely you'd come back and have this conversation with Kirk and with Jerry. Yeah, I mean, okay. at some point, they having this it, conversation with Kirk, if he even wants to, I would do that. Do I necessarily want to be a full-time part of the show, weekly casting coach like before? I'm not feeling that right now. So so that's that. That's that. But if, I, if, if I'm here, you'll come in. Well, I don't mind doing shows. But again, it's not even about... But you feel weird about, doing it. Yeah. It's, it's not even like, okay. well, I don't want to... I just I don't want to be the weekly guy. It's not that I don't want to do the show with Kirk. Like if hey Jerry's out and you need to fill in, okay. Like I understand that's part of the deal. It's the full time weekly grind of the show that was getting to be that I'm not feeling enthused about. Like I maybe was. Before. And to quote Kirk yesterday, he says, "But everybody," and Jerry feels the same way. I'm pretty sure. Uh, if you don't want to be here, they don't. You know, they don't want you. Yes, they don't want and I said that to him. I'm like, if I'm not okay. fully in. Then well, you, you sound more out than in here. at this point. I don't know. I, I mean, it, we, we people are calling in because they want to react because they want to. I think they want to weigh in on whether or not you should be here or not. Is that a, if we? Have oh, some, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Six one seven 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 nine. About that when we come. Seven ninety three seven. The phone. You just heard Tomasi spill his well, halfway spill his guts. He's going to save his good stuff for when Kirk is back. Well, on the I show. mean, shouldn't it? Doesn't that make sense? Yes, I, I I'm the fill in. So you gave me sort of a fill in take. That's fine. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. The phone number. Do you want John? back should john be more open to coming back full-time do you want john gone forever i don't know but you're allowed to respond because that's what this show does it's 617-779-7937 and if kirk were here today he would be gloating over devin mccordy's comments who basically mocked the owners yesterday for the, what he called a dumb anthem rule i like the anthem rule i'm sure john doesn't we'll get into that plus your reaction to Masi kind of sort of spilling his guts as well kirk and callahan 